You're listening to the All Systems Go podcast, the show that teaches you everything you need to know to put your business on autopilot. Learn how to deploy automated marketing and sales systems in your business the right way with your host, the professor of automation himself and founder of Automation Bridge, Chris Davis. Welcome to the All Systems Go podcast. I'm your host, Chris L. Davis, the founder and chief automation officer at Automation Bridge, an online publication for small business marketing automation, where we focus on turning digital marketing professionals into the most sought after marketers in their industry, a.k.a. automation service providers. This episode, what I want to do is, well, actually, it's not one I need to. Okay, I need to address some confusion that appears to be rising as the market gets flooded with new uh, first time digital marketing efforts by companies of all sizes and and, and types. And that is selecting the right checkout software. But, you know, business businesses is businesses is (laughs) businesses are evolving in, in their needs. So it's good to see that. Software is aligning with this shift. A lot of times the shift takes place and then the software catches up. But this is nice to see that software is in the in the same vein, right in the same motion. Um, But you but you have to understand to before you get into this software, you have to understand what you need in terms of checkout software. Okay, so if you're new to the podcast, do me a favor, listen to this episode in its entirety at the bottom. At the end of this podcast, you have an opportunity to leave a five star rating and review um, as well as subscribe. If you are a listener and you have not subscribed to the All Systems Go podcast, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can subscribe on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. We're there. And if you have not yet, please. I'm not begging you. I'm asking you politely. Um, leave a five star rating and review. It would be greatly appreciated. If you if you've been listening to more than two or three of these episodes, you know that these are value packed. The least you can do to say thank you is, is leave a five star rating and review. And and I'll be honest, it's not even about me. It's just about letting Apple know, Google know everywhere that you get podcasts, know that this is a podcast worth featuring. Hey, look, this is value here because people are are in need of value specifically in the industry of marketing automation. All right. So um, let me <laughs> let me start this off. This is going to this is going to be so, so, so strange. You're, you you won't be able to tell if this is a good thing or bad thing. Has anybody ever given you a compliment? And you're like, wait a minute. I don't I don't know if that com- I should be offended by that compliment. Right. Um, that's what this episode may be on the top end, on the top half. Right. And that's because um, I want to I want to take my hat off uh, and give a, a round of applause to Infusionsoft by Keep for now. Who knows what their name will be later, um, because perhaps you can say they, they were ahead of the curve. Right. Perhaps you could say they were true visionaries, unfortunately, always overcomplicated, but visionaries. Right. Because one thing Infusionsoft has always allowed you to do was sell both products and services more accurately, sell services as products. That's that's probably the best way to put it. Okay, that's how their software has been built is to be able to sell your service like a product. And in the in the minds of the creators, I can assume that they were thinking making it easy. Right. 
And though they had this idea correct, let me tell you this. uh, The minute I give credit, I got to take some away because their implementation, I feel like how they decided to implement it and not revise it, update it, optimize it has aided in the confusion that that we're all facing today. I I think they found themselves in a sloppy middle. Right. And and, and I I get that there's some great areas that are avoidable, but in in marketing and product creation and delivery, you want to stay out of the gray. Right. You either serve this audience or you do not. It's not like, well, if they do this, I will. And then sometimes that and then maybe. No, 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 no. So they found themselves in a sloppy middle where they couldn't make a firm decision to say, "Okay, we're going to build our payment system for services or products. So you, you could sell some services and some products, but they didn't do they didn't really do either really well. It, they just did it. And is that not the story of my Infusionsoft users that have recovered from the abuse? Can, do you not agree? Is your hand not raised? Right. Like Infusionsoft did so much and it did so much. OK, none great, you know, And I just have to feel like there has to be some level of frustration within the company to, you know, be satisfied in some in some respect because they were early to the game to have so much of the market share to to be so profitable. But there's got to be just something burning up like, man, we just never really could make our platform easily adopted. Right. Like there was always this big hill and hurdle. Um, And I think it comes down to decisions you know, decisions and focusing, um, focusing down. So anyway, this is, that's not what this is about. Okay. But again, they found themselves in a sloppy middle. Some, you can sell some services, some products, users for everything. And for services, here's the reality is you really had to customize and code their default order forms to really fit the service based selling needs. And, and, and I'm saying this from experience, this is not, this is not hypothetical, I had to inject CSS. I had to do all kind of things just to put testimonials on the side of a checkout form. Right. I had to configure it a certain way to remove the add to cart capabilities. And, and by no means am I trying to elude that this was easy. This was difficult for me, everybody, for me. So I know you all are confused when you're configuring your order forms and then your shopping carts in in Infusionsoft. And then you accidentally have your service as a add to cart and they're increasing the quantities. And you're like, wait a minute. Right. Oh, it's great. They bought 10 and they thought they bought one because it didn't make sense that you could buy 10 services. You know, Infusionsoft really they again. So I gave them I gave them kudos and I took it away because they are a big reason. Their haphazard approach to how they do selling has aided in this. And, you know, for products, they gave you some form of creating a store with products, you know, and and this was before e-commerce was big. Okay, so the checkout experience did suffice. We're talking 10 years ago or more. Right. Shopify wasn't Shopify 10 years ago. WooCommerce was just another plugin that you could potentially use like eBay was still kind of a thing before Amazon took off. Like this was a while back. So it's nothing close to what you would experience with Shopify, or even WooCommerce now, but they had it again to their credit. You had it. And, and back then they had 
So so back then they had the idea that the business that's that a business that sells products may also need to sell services and vice versa. It's probably the other way. A business with services need to sell products. And then they did the vice versa thing. Right. They started with service base again, perhaps a bit more on the visionary side. Right. Since it since it was the expectations for it to be done well. Let me let me put it like this. Since it was visionary, since they were ahead of the game, the expectations for it to be done well were pretty low because it was it was next level. Right. Cutting edge. So they could get away with overcomplicating the offering. Now. It's unforgivable. You've had too much time to fix this and you haven't. So, um, no, I won't let up and I won't give you a pass for that. Shame on you. All of that money, all of the developers, all of the sales. And you couldn't you could not make this easier. So this is why I'm not exaggerating. This is why platforms like Spiffy exist and were created. Uh, Mike and Jeremy, good friends of mine. We're all in the Infusionsoft community. They saw this pain and they're like, look, we're 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 going to make these Infusionsoft forms easy. We're going to make them beautiful for service providers. Right. They existed for that credit to them. They saw, oh, can't can't uh, hitch my wagon to this, <laughs> to this horse, this infusion software. I don't know where it's going. Let me make this a, like, let me make this checkout software more broad. So now Spiffy, you can use it with a variety of ESPs, CRMs, right? But I'm just saying the it, the need was so big, people started creating solutions for service providers to use the payment forms. I'm not exaggerating. Can't make this stuff up. Okay. But now, you know, where Infusionsoft again was maybe ahead of themselves saying, hey, look, service based businesses are going to need to sell products and they may be products. Businesses are going to be able going to need to sell services. So they needed to have both. And it's becoming a, a more of a hot topic of consideration. Which one? And I've seen many service based businesses with products, many product based businesses adding services. And when I say the evolution of business, that's what I'm talking about. Is you're no longer one dimensional when you're selling. And I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. I think that these companies will continue to offer branded swag, even though you sell services and products who will add high product based businesses that have that add more of an agency model with high ticket services to go along with it and a variety of other combinations. But the checkout for both businesses for, for both business types is drastically different. And that's what I want to clarify is that starting and, and we'll do it starting with a product based business. But the checkout experience is totally different and how you optimize it is totally different with a product. It emulates someone going to a physical store where they're picking up multiple items and placing it in their cart to go and check out and buy all of those items at the same time. OK, and I'm talking about the the 80 20 rule right like 80 percent of the people this is what they fit this prototype and then you got your 20 percent outliers right and, and and again the outlier sure you have that person that just goes to the grocery store to get one item and they don't need a shopping cart they go in they're gone right but if that person could go to a smaller store for just that one item they would trust me nothing worse than going trying to get some some flour you know, for me, my wife would be like, hey, babe, where you at? Can you get some flour? And I go to the grocery store and I'm just like, what aisle? 
all of these products I got to sift and short and sort through. You can't afford that to be the experience online. So anyway, since we know that a shopping cart technology is for product based business businesses and it emulates people truly shopping, we know that the add to cart button emulates placing a product, grabbing it off the shelf and putting it in your cart. Add to cart. Right. We know quantity selection emulates you reaching and grabbing multiple items and putting them in the cart. Okay, we know view cart emulates you literally looking down at the products in your cart. (laughs) Right. And checkout is you going to the actual checkout counter. Where you're reviewing everything and then you're submitting your payment. Right. And and in addition, when it comes to online shopping carts will usually have mandatory address fields or default address fields that require some custom configuration or coding to to remove them. Right. Because it's an online checkout. So, you know, the products are going to be shipped. Right. And there are there are cart upsells that emulate that impossible to avoid candy and magazine setup. That while you're just sitting there waiting, you can't help but look and say, mm, I haven't had a Butterfinger in a while. I'll grab one. It's 80, 80 cents. Right. Oh, two for one. I'll, I'll grab two. Right. So there are upsells that emulate that and in, in, in all of these capabilities. But at the end of the day, you're using a shopping cart if you have multiple products that people are going to buy or multiples of one product that people are going to buy at one time. OK. It. It mirrors, right? It mirrors the shopping experience of going to maybe an electronic grocery grocery or retail store, right? The focus is on selecting the right products and the amount more than the checkout experience itself, right? Because we have big marketplaces like Amazon that have really normalized the process. And it's not foreign. It's not foreign to most. You know, you go online, add to cart, check out, view cart. Okay, good. Next. Shipping next, Right. Now, come on, we can't do that for services. Are you serious? Are you going to be that lazy? And, and, and I'm not I'm, I'm I'm intentional with my word selection here. That is literally lazy to just say, hey, look, this software used for products. Let's just sell our services. Because it's totally different. And the big difference here is that you're not selling multiple services at once. Usually they're sequenced out. That's where you get your upsells and your downsells, right? Like you're selling one thing. One main service. Because that service is tied to delivery and fulfillment that is not just shipping something out. Right. Very rarely. Again, 80, 20, you've got your outliers where it's like, well, we actually allow people to buy multiple services. So they I get it. I understand there are outliers. I'm talking about that CPA. Right. The the CFO, the, the fractional CMO, the course creator, the consultant, the coach, you have services. And you need a single page checkout. You don't need an add to cart button. You don't need a view cart button. You don't need to collect address fields. You just need name, email and credit card. And from there, it's integrating with some other software that he automatically immediately starts the fulfillment and delivery process. Right. And this alone changes the entire checkout software consideration from shopping cart to single page checkout, because now I need one page per service. 
And, and this is why platforms like Thrivecart, Samcart, Kajabi and, and others exist because they do. They, they give you that optimized experience for selling one product. Right. And and the closest thing that you get to selling multiples is maybe bundles. Right. Where you can couple services and products and all in one, whatever. Right. It's a bundle. OK, but they do. They've got order bumps and upsells and downsells, custom URL redirects after the purchase. It's a whole process. This is why ClickFunnels has pages built out for services. Try to run an e-commerce. I've seen this. Don't get me wrong. I have seen this. <laughs> I've seen people attempt to run an e-commerce site um, with ClickFunnels and have some level of success. But it's it's just like, OK, I, I yes, you can do it right. I can drink really warm water in the summertime when I'm hot after I've been sweating playing basketball. I can do that. Why, though? Why would you not want that refreshing cold glass? (laughs) Like, why would I just drink the warm water? Right. Can I? Yes, absolutely. I can. And you, I can actually put some vinegar in it, too, if I wanted to. Let's make it apple cider vinegar to make it healthy. But why? Who wants to drink warm apple cider vinegar water after playing basketball in the sun? So could you do could you rig these softwares to do certain things? Yes. But why? Why? And some people do this unintentionally because they don't understand the difference. That will between a shopping cart and a single page checkout, they don't understand the differences. So it it they they end up selecting the wrong software for their needs. I cringe. Let me tell you, I cringe every time I see a coach or consultant selling their services with an add to cart button. Well, first I initially I cringe and then I chuckle. It, it goes from a cringe to a laugh, to a shaking of the head, to a closing out of the browser. That's my process every time. And I say that because they're selling themselves short. They really are. They're not giving they're not giving their business the 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 opportunity to maximize selling services and they're not giving their customers the ability to go through an optimized service purchase process. OK. And again, as with all marketing, no rule is universal. I would love to say never do this, always do this X, Y, Z. But you're there there that you have your outliers. There are times I've seen this where you only have one product to offer. So you say, OK, it's only one product, Chris. I don't have multiples. Right. Like I don't need the add to cart. You're right. The, the, the view to check out. It's only one product. But maybe you sell multiples of that of that one product. I've seen people get an entire shopping cart just to sell one product. I have. And it and it worked well. Okay, so, again, there's some outliers, but for the general 80 percent. Okay, the rule of thumb is to focus on the delivery of the product to help you determine the software that you need to use. And in the last episode, we discussed the importance of delivery. And now we see it at a deeper level and how it can be used to determine how you complete the sale. That's what I'm saying. It, this all of this stuff is tied in. That's why we talk about systems, automated systems. Everything has to be working in conjunction. So that was actually all the backdrop, everybody. There's some education in there, but that was the backdrop just to let you know that 
this this evolution that I'm seeing is the dual need nature of some businesses to offer both services and products. Right. So this need has opened up the space for new software solutions. And one of the ones that I recently came across, I don't endorse it because I don't use it nor have I had any experience with it. I saw somebody else using it. I said, oh, that's interesting how they've customized WooCommerce. I thought it was custom code because in my previous life (laughs) as a marketer online, I was using WooCommerce to sell a course and I had to do all kind of custom code to make it look like a single page checkout. Okay, all because WooCommerce was free. You know how long ago that was. Um, So uh, this tool, it was called Cartflows. And again, I don't endorse it, never used it, can't vouch for it. But I w- I'm bringing it up because I, I think they understand the need that is being identified. And that is how do I, how do we either turn shopping cart software into single page checkout or single page checkout into shopping cart? And it's easier to go shopping cart to single page. So they created cart flows and it's a it's it allows you to build out these individual pages so you can use WooCommerce to sell services more effectively or one single products more effectively than using WooCommerce built in system. Right. That's why that's why that software is here. And you could say before car flows, there was Zipify pages or Zip, Zippy pages, I think, <laughs> whatever it's called, right? For Shopify. And it offers a similar type of solution. Again, it's easier to turn a shopping cart into a single checkout than a single checkout into a shopping cart. It's funny because I'm in the Thrive Facebook group, um, the community, and, and a lot of times I'll see a, a question like, when will Thrive be able to sell products? And I just shake my head because, again, I know where that where this is coming from. I know where the confusion I just told you all where the confusion comes from. People just want one tool to do everything in some respects that works. Some respects it doesn't. But for you to ask that of Thrivecart, it just shows your lack of understanding what that platform is. It's for selling single services or one product. Right. Like that's it. It's got some fulfillment in there. It can integrate with some fulfillment centers. But the core of Thrivecart is if you're selling a as a service or a course, you know, it just shines. But again, I understand the ignorance in the marketplace because nobody's taking the time to really walk people through what they should be using, why they should be using it, what the experience should be like. So it's always easier to get a shopping cart to pro- provide a single page checkout for you. So zip zippy pages or zipify pages for Shopify They do that as well. Right. And they add the ability to create landing pages for single products. So now they're allowing you to mirror for products how people sell services. And that makes sense. That really does make sense. Is it the best use? Who knows? I I have not had experience with either of these tools, but trust me, we're going to keep seeing more of them. And the key is to ensure You're using the right software to sell your products and or services. And here's my guiding principle for those of you who who have both or you anticipate having both. Right. Start with what's producing the most sales. If your services are producing the most sales, then get single page checkout, single product checkout. Okay. if your products are producing more revenue, then get a shopping cart. Okay. I've already given you a couple solutions for the shopping cart if you want to start selling services. 
But I've also seen the 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 combo of having a Shopify store and then having Thrivecart. This is not uncommon. Again, I just let my profitability dictate if I need another payment system. Okay, so as your needs and profitability profitability grow and you realize you may need to add an additional checkout capabilities, then you can do so. Nothing wrong with with having two checkout options if your profitability demands it. But start with what's the most profitable now. So if you're trying to figure out, do I need WooCommerce or should I do Thrivecart? Can I just sell my products with Thrivecart? What's making the most money right now? Oh, man, my services. I'm cleaning up. Okay, single product checkout. (laughs) Maximize that. Okay, That's it. And I needed to record this because, again, I keep seeing again, I get asked the question a lot and I keep seeing it come up and I'm not seeing good answers in the marketplace. People are just going to solutions. And sometimes you have to take a step back and say, this is why shopping cart software is shopping cart software. This is why single page checkout software is single page checkout. This is what they're used for. I have no problem using something outside of its original intent. In fact, that's where a lot of our inventions come from. If you don't prescribe to somebody, you have to use something this way and you just kind of give it to them and let them figure it out. You you find all types of multipurpose ways to use stuff. Right. You're like, wow, I never thought that somebody would use this to do that. But okay, it's a feature now. Right. So I'm all for that. I'm all for bending these tools and really making them adhere to what you need them to do. But just not for the sake of your profitability. I like profitability to demand that. Okay, So I get it. You're going to be like, hey, look, but I could do this and it can do that. I understand. Keep things simple, especially the closer you get to the money, the more simplified your software should be, by the way. The checkout process should not be complex, but using the wrong software will make it that. Okay. So now that you understand that you can go more intelligently. Okay. Into the marketplace, into your team with the right software, knowing that you're providing the best experience. So I'm going to tell you, you know, normally I ask who needs to hear this. Let me, let me say this. The first person that you see selling services with an add to cart button Send them this podcast. If it's you, do better. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm trying to. That was me refraining from really saying what was on my mind because I care about I care about my listeners. I'm not just I'm just not going to talk bad about you all. But do better. Okay, get you the right software in place. Get you somebody on your team that can help you with this stuff. Think through these processes. Most of the time, what I see is web developers proposing one way or CEOs who are who operate, who are the main operators of their business, but very bad at tech, just following the leader. Right. Or you've got some marketer who just applies click funnels to everything. Oh, yeah. Click funnels can do that. Oh, yeah. Click funnels. Oh, yeah. Click. click, click, click. Right. That's where a lot of this, well, a lot of the half baked solutions are for this confusion. Okay, but you need to send this to the person selling services with with shopping cart technology. Okay, you really do. 
when when you can add quantities like, yeah, I want I want two. <laughs> I want two of your strategy, your 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 initial your upfront strategy sessions. Why would I need two? It's, it's an upfront strategy session to identify if we're a good fit. Just need one. And it needs to be coupled with a scheduler and all of that, whatever. Right. Share this episode with that person. Please do. Please stop. Please stop the the epidemic online. Maybe this is a pandemic <laughs> since it's online. It's worldwide. Everybody, we got to We got to use the right checkout software. OK, here at Automation Bridge, we're dedicated to training digital marketing professionals to stop making these very mistakes that I'm mentioning. All right. And that is to become an automation service provider, the most sought after marketing professionals in the industry, because as you see, businesses are in dire need of marketers that can understand the business needs and models and couple it with the right technology and build the systems for them. Okay. So if that's you, um, what we're doing actually right now is running a workshop. We are in the process of running a workshop that you can register for. Um, depending, I did. I will be honest. I did not look at my my schedule um, before recording this, but you should be able to still register. Okay, and this is this is a workshop where it's two weeks, hands on deck. We get down and dirty, fingers in it. And we're building out automations. We're learning what it takes. We've got challenges myself doing live trainings and Q&A. Um, it is not like your average workshop online where you just join a Facebook group or something like that and you just have it. No, we're doing we're putting the work in workshop. So if you want to get on the short and fast path to expert in marketing automation, go to automationbridge.com forward slash workshop. If you happen to go there and the workshop is, is no longer running, Please join the wait list. You'll be the first to be notified when we start when we start registration again for the next for the next workshop. All right. So all of the show notes and podcasts are accessible at automationbridge.com forward slash podcast. And remember, um, if you haven't subscribed and left a five star rating review, please do so now. Please do so now. I do this every week. Every week it's like this every Thursday. All right. You can subscribe. And at automationbridge.com forward slash podcast and listen to all other episodes at your leisure. And so until next time, I see you online. Automate responsibly, my friends. <laughs>